Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's TV Reality Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 7, Episode 30, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) And we're still, the end is still not in sight. Now... (laughs) The drama just continues, doesn't it? But uh, there's so much going on. Where do you want to start? Well, for me, Dave, what was interesting was the Faye, Teddy, Faye, Sam situation, because it sort of starts with Teddy having a conversation with her and her, her, sorry, she's having a conversation with Sam, sorry. And he was quite Mm -hmm. open, to be fair to the lad, he was quite open. He's like, it's up to you, but a body language, Dave, she was putting the hand over her mouth. And when someone does that, that means they're worried about what's going to come out. And at that point, we Especially knew anyway. If you're <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you need yeah, to keep exactly. that hand tightly over the mouth. <laughs> exactly. And at that point, I mean, we knew days ago she, her and Teddy were still going to be on. I knew then. I thought, right, well, these two are definitely going to get back together, whether it's tonight or one of the upcoming episodes. But it is a hundred percent on. So, I mean, what did you think of that, Dave? Because I thought Sam was quite noble. To be fair, I've given him a bit of shit, but he didn't do a lot wrong tonight. Yeah, I agree. But I mean. Alternatively, what is he going to do? <laughs> he's just literally, <laughs> he's got into the villa, job done, tick. Um, I don't see what he could actually say. What is he going to get all possessive and say, no, you can't talk to Teddy or, you know, we, yeah, we were yeah. having a great connection. I know they slept in the bed together, but, you know, it's, it's, I don't recall them ever having a kiss or anything outside of a challenge. So, yeah, I look. I don't like Sam, <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not prepared to give him credit, <laughs> but that might be just my bias, quite honestly. Um, so yeah, he didn't do anything wrong there, Sam. And I thought it would be one or two episodes that Teddy and Faye would get back together. Um, but it it does look like it's back on the way. That one doesn't it. Oh God! I mean, when they were talking, I know if we concentrate on them too. When we were they were talking at the end, and he was saying, "Look, we both made mistakes." And what I like, what I would say about Faye is, you think why she has a lot of people. I'm not a massive fan, I must admit, because I think she's very childish in her reactions. But I will give her credit. Not many people will call themselves out for being horrible, and she even says to him, "Don't she? I was being a fucking twat, basically. I was being." bad and I, that's how i react I mean, my barriers go up it's good that she's aware of it dave it's just it's a shame it'll take two or three days of her being a complete tool before <laughs> she gets to that point but not many people do that to be fair dave you look at the guys yeah. and we'll get on to them tonight they fucking will not apologize literally oh so my god so so i think with Faye, I'm, I'm pleased <laughs> they're together and sam said to me tonight she thinks they've got a great chance now of actually winning the whole yeah. thing definitely um, because they have gone through a, a bit of a test. I, uh, you know, there was a point, Chris, when I, I was coming round to Faye and I was thinking, all right, that brash exterior, you know, but you can see all the funny lines and things. And you can see that she is so brash sometimes. She's got a guard up, you know, she's uh, very insecure, you know, beneath or behind that wall. But I think the fact that she is just so horrible at times just really kind of puts me off. But 
that's not to say I can't empathize with why she's like that but then you see other people who have been in the same situation as her and they don't act in that really brash horrible way so look i'm glad they're together i think they've got a great shot um i think they're definitely more interesting than jake and liberty and yeah i think they've got a good shot at the title yeah, I do as well. I, I totally agree. What, what's weird though, Dave? Right, so with Faye, she does all that, and it's one of a, a Faye. We've not had a lot, many of these recently, but we've got one of Faye's ups and down episodes. So at the start, she's like being dead brash about it and all this, and she's chatting with Sam, and I'm like, oh, here we go. She's just being Faye. In the middle, I was infuriated, Dave, because when we got the Millie situation, she puts a middle finger up at Liam, and I'm like. How old are you? <laughs> well, by the end of it, I'm like, you know what? I respect anybody who who picks out their own faults and try, but he's not going to change by tomorrow. She'll still be fucking being a bitch with people. But but it's just what a strange, interesting character she is. You know, just because yeah. we all have friends like that, we all react in that way. And that's what I think watching this show, oh, I would take the piss and we get involved in all the drama. But I love the fact that he's got every single person in that villa has got every single person on the outside's personality or people you know, or things where we've mm. made mistakes and you're like, that was me 20 years ago. Don't do that. Do you know what I mean? So so yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. I love watching Love Island for that, but they've, they're all still a bunch of fucking bastards. Let's be honest. <laughs> they all are. They all are. But, you know, like, to get serious for a second, I kind of worry a little bit for Faye when she comes out, though. All of the... Think about it. We're... we're I hear a lot of people like, and and you're reading on social media and whatever, saying, well, Faye's this way because she's been shit on in the past and, you know, she's very insecure. I just, I'm not sure people like that should be on Love Island if you're that insecure Um, and fragile because there are going to be a lot of people who really don't like, a lot more than we're just saying, you know, it's a bit brash, but we know how it is, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm guessing when they come out, you've seen lots of tools, haven't you? Fucking shouting at people, shouting at like Lily on social media and um, uh, Chloe initially when she yeah. got with Toby the first time was getting fucking death threats from fucking idiots. I, I, I just, I just worry a little bit about Faye, and uh, you yeah. know, there should be. I know the ITV say they've got this aftercare package and everything, but there should be some kind of psychological assessment, you know, to go in. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm reading too much into it, but more than anyone there, I, I just worry about her when she goes on the outside. No, you know what, Dave? I think being serious, I think that's a great point. I think. We've seen it with all the contestants who are quite polarizing, or they've had the career and things have happened. It there is there does need it because it's watched by so many people around the world, and also a lot of people of the same age as them, twenty somethings. It's Love Island, isn't it, Dave? I mean, I know we're mm-hmm. a lot of the people like ourselves and our friends on Discord and that, and on Facebook and everything are, are the anomalies who love reality TV, but most of them are a young audience, even younger than that, teenagers, mm-hmm. and they see that career and like, well, I don't have to go and study really. I just have to sort of look good and I'll get on this show and earn a load of money. So so there is a, yeah. a case for that. There is a case for that. And, and I think I've seen loads of stuff online, Dave. I mean, look, I'm no makeup expert, but I, I know that 
it's quite in your face, literally. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Her makeup, but we've never really called that because I don't want to go down that route. I know we won't no. do that, but there's loads of people doing that online. And I'm thinking that's the sort of stuff we can take the piss, but do it on her behavior, not on the, you know, that sort of stuff. So interesting, interesting, Dave. And I'll give you that. However, Dave, you, you go did from say one... she looked like Goldfinger at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was Posse Galora thing day. Fuck you. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Which <laughs> <laughs> the hypocrite site again, right? Come on. <laughs> Right, fucking just stop it now. Stop it. Let's let's focus. Focus. So, Dave, what about (laughs) what about Kaz and Tyler? I've got to say, the way Kaz is reacting, it's almost as if Tyler ditched her at the fucking altar or left her on a honeymoon and went off with somebody. He was wrong. He was a snake. But also, Dave, there's a lot of this going on tonight, and I, I bring Faye and Ted into it slightly. Two fucking wrongs. Do not make a right because yeah. they've all copped off with people and then they're taking the moral high ground. Yes, that postcard was a, was not a stitch up. She was right about Tyler. We'd all said he was dodgy. He is dodgy. And he's and we'll talk about his chat in a minute. But I do think that there is still a case of, well, you did get with Matthew. However, it was pretty obvious that she doesn't want to be with Matthew and it's all about the game because she was so upset. She was really into Tyler, Dave. And I think we knew you said it, I think straight away, she's going to crash hard if he, he ends up getting with somebody and that's what's happening. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was so obviously a, a, a fucking revenge coupling with Matthew, but like, I know it's an old adage, two wrongs don't make a right. But it is it is so relevant to Love Island at the minute. I do have to say with Tyler though, he's constantly like Tyler and Liam, they keep coming out with like, oh, you know, everyone was saying it's a lad's holiday. You know, it was like they they, they made me do it. You know, the voices in my head were, were saying it was a lad's holiday. So couple up and start snogging everyone. And I, I just find it so weak. Just man the fuck up apologize say look we had a connection i i really liked you as well but i just feel like i've got a better connection with this other person i'm sorry if that upsets you and walk off <laughs> right that's, yeah. that's all it needs but it's the it's the need to like justify themselves and then have that validation what i, I think tyler is expecting kaz to say something like you know Oh, well, okay, I understand. Um, sorry it went down that way. She's not going to fucking say that, is she? <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> we knew she was going to be a bit pissed off anyway. Um, and and they they just ended up barking at each other. But I just, <laughs> it's funny, the fact that Matthew, I mean, Matthew must be hearing all of that. And I just hope he's got thick skin <laughs> because it's so clearly not really into him. Um, 
And yeah, I, I just can't see anything happening with Kaz and Matthew, to be honest. I mean, they might they might play the game. If he's purely in there for his social media followers, well, he'll just play along for a bit. But I think even that, you know, it's you can't do that for weeks on end. So No, no, yeah. I agree with that. I agree. And I think with Tyler, it was just like, don't bring a knife to a gunfight because he's fucking argument. I totally agree. His argument was weak as fuck. Like exactly what you said, just own it. Say, look, I had a real connection with her. I want to explore it. I'm really sorry to mess you about, but I'm glad that you found someone else. End of story. Whether she likes it or not, you might not be on a Christmas card list. However, it is the truth. But the fact that he was basically blaming the fucking which way the wind was blowing and there was a something in his eye and he just happened to, you know, not want to go out. It was all pathetic, childish stuff, Dave. I mean, plenty of people have gone in the Crown Court, you know, and blamed it on the friends. And the judge has gone, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to let you off because it wasn't you. It was the friends <laughs> yeah. pushing you into it. It happens all the time, Dave. People <laughs> get off on cases every single time. It's the old classic being at school, the peer pressure, in it? They made me do it, right? Okay, of course they did. Of course they did. And 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 going on from that, Liam, Dave, what a cock. I mean, arrogant isn't even in it tonight. Yeah. I, what it, some of the lines he was coming out with, and it could be a bit of a, a faithing defensive line, like, but. Do you think I should stick with him or, or try and have a go at someone else when they oh, come in? Uh, asking Kaz, hell, that to, exactly, that was terrible. And asking Kaz to protect him, go, go and have a word, Kaz. It's like, that is so, that's where he showed his A's there. It was so childish. However, they have got to give credit to Chloe and Millie when he come over and he's got no chat and they just burst out laughing in his face. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you expecting? He thinks by coming over us, I watched bits of the after some before we were recording the, uh-huh. the guy on there coming defending Liam and he was going I and then you could see Amber was there and he's like yeah yeah he goes he's a stretched out Tom Cruise and that's what it is he, he he's relying on that smile and the dimples and Millie's just like not a fucking chance however yeah. I'll let you speak now Dave but I have got a theory as you know on this and I want to air it on the podcast just on your point on Aftersun, I didn't get where he was coming from. He was totally defending Liam. And I thought, how can you watch the same thing that I'm watching here and defend him? <laughs> he was trying to wriggle it out. What I've got to say, though, Chris, we see in every single season this difference in how a story is told about what really went down and how every single person that we've ever seen on Love Island that's done anything wrong, when they're relaying that story, it's always softer. You know, it it always sounds much better than the reality that we'd previously seen. It's just Liam's been caught out. That's the only difference. He's been caught out on it. And, you know... uh, I can't have any respect for him. It, it was actually that line about, you know, should I try it on with someone else? It's like, oh, right. Okay. So I could kind of get that you're like, you really like Millie. You realize you fucked up. Even though you're not saying it in words, I can get my head around. That's how you're feeling. But when he said that, it's like, right, you've got no fucking idea, have you? <laughs> you've got absolutely no idea. And you're just trying to stay in the villa now. You, you're scrambling. So go on, Chris. What What is your theory? 
Well, well, just before that, Dave, this is where you know Liam's up shit creek, actually, because Tyler felt sorry for him. It's like, oh, poor Liam. Hello. He was then getting advice from probably two of the worst fucking contestants <laughs> for advice. Jake the fucking Snake Roberts, who's the biggest fucking game player going, who's been absolutely rubbing his hands with glee at all these yeah. relationships falling apart. And then fucking Toby, who, let's be honest, Dave, we will talk about that boy at the end, my fucking word. But they're giving him advice and feels like, I'm like... No, Liam, you've, you should have gone to Teddy. You should have probably gone maybe even to Hugo for a bit of advice, not on women, but just on life. Hugo probably mm. has a bit more life experiences than these lads. But anyway, this is Dave, hashtag reality radar section. Chris Phelps has a theory on this whole situation. Okay. So we know it's bad. We know that what Liam did is bad. Millie is not faking those tears. I'm not saying that. However, the recoupling's around the corner, Dave. So if Millie is so upset with Liam and Liam is so upset with Millie, they should pat their bags and fuck off, Dave. They will not do that. They will get back recoupling within an episode, maybe even tomorrow's episode, because they'll be a steady couple. Everyone will love them. Millie will go on to win the show and Liam will get the side eye of the whole nation. But because everyone loves Millie and the way she's treated, they're going to try and protect her. Hence, George, Michael and Liberty get fucking fucked off into second, Dave, and pretend that they're really happy that they've not won it. And everyone rides off into the sunset. Mark this episode, Mr. Horrocks, episode 30. <laughs> Chrissy's reality radar is going to strike. The, the recoupling does throw a bit of a spanner in the works, doesn't it? Because you're sort of thinking, well, who would who would Millie go for? You know, I guess Sam's not doing anything now. <laughs> um, you know, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Without the recoupling, I'd say no chance at all. But I'll give you a ten percent chance on this one. I, I think, and and as for Jake and Liberty being in second, I, I think Teddy and Faye would come ahead of uh, Jake and Liberty, I think. So mm. you might be looking at them and if the, if they got back together, Millie and uh, Liam, basically on, on the popularity of Millie, I think yep. they, they could be the top two couples, them two. So. Mm. Dave, you've heard it here first. I'm happy for everybody to eat humble pie. I'll be accepting checks and apologies all the way through <laughs> yeah. August and September. You've got to get one right, haven't you? A broken clock, <laughs> yeah. Chris, is right <laughs> twice a day. So, <laughs> fuck <laughs> off, Dave. That's a very good analogy of my predictions, by the way. Go on. So, I've got a question to ask you, because I haven't seen the first four episodes of the UK, Love Island. But I'm pretty sure this has never happened in any of the seasons I've seen where they bring someone back who's been booted out of the villa to have a chat with someone to just stir up the drama a little bit more. Because when they brought Lily back, we, we've seen it, haven't we? With like uh, Amber and Joanna when they were yeah. sort of fighting over Michael kind of thing. They had the almost exact same setup here. It might even be the same location. But but Lily had gone, and once they're gone, you tend to only see them on like after sun and things like that, don't you? And, uh, yeah, I, I, I've just never seen it before. So has this ever happened before? It has, Dave. And I was racking my brains. It was on the Discord channel. I think it was Terry and 
I think it's Melina, uh, is it Melina, Mar- Marlene? They were together and he was just a dirty dog, Dave. Literally, there was full on action going down there. And yeah, they did the same thing and brought the other girl back. So, so, and I think it's happened before. I have seen it before, but I do think, look, they, they were always going to do it. And Liam, Dave, what was quite good is before the break, they were like, Millie's going to go on a date with Lily. And then Liam went, oh, fuck. But when, what in the context, what really happened was the editing was a bit off. Liam said, oh, fuck, when she got the text before he'd even heard what she was going to go on the date for. But before right. the break, they made it out that he knew they were going. And he's like, well, well she, can believe her. she can believe her truth if she wants. It's like, well, she's going to believe her truth, Liam, because she's telling the truth, Liam. That's the actual not truth. Your, not your, <laughs> I only fucking snogged her for 1.3 seconds, not three or four times, and then was getting a fucking bit of dip your bread in in bed, Dave. So he cannot <laughs> say anything, that lad. He cannot get away with it. So I thought Lily, and I... Uh, look, she's only there for what she can get, which is fine. A journey's over. She's going to be on everything now, Dave. She's going to be on every fucking show going, loose women, everything. She'll be on everything, talking about Liam and all this. However, she came across pretty well, to be fair. I was gunning for her, but when by the end of the conversation, I was like, you know what? She did the, She was right what she was saying. Yeah, and and the thing is, she was just filling in all the blanks, wasn't she? So, you know, all the kind of touching in bed and stuff like that the leg tickles and you know all these little details that matter and um, i can't remember what was it she was saying that liam was saying he's like oh no this is so hard or something like that not in bed by the way but you know so (laughs) just making it clear how much liam had the hots for her and the fact that it was reciprocated and she did say look he was talking about you a lot in there so it did seem to be closer to the absolute truth rather than you know trying to stir the pot she's not going to get back into the villa is she no the only thing she's got to gain is you know a bit of airtime. so why not just spill all the beans you've got nothing to lose really so yeah and i was kind of disappointed almost in millie because i think it was when she got back from that she was like you know i was i was sort of thinking of getting past it you know and uh if i hadn't have had that chat but the fact that she is makes me think she's got that in her to forgive him again yeah i, I don't know i just it, it's got me wobbling a little bit that it should be a done deal look He's done what he's done, but also he's just desperately tried to cover it all up as best he can. And, uh, you know, he's been found wanting. And then, like I say, some of the other comments to the to the other Islanders, it's just really poor from Liam. And it should just be a closed book now for me, them two. It should, it should. But I'll tell you what, Dave, the episode ends, we think, this is it. Great episode, really. Like, we're all sat there watching it. Me, Sam Jordan's in her room watching it. And then all of a sudden, we just get this voice, Dave, and we get Toby, and he's talking. And with it, and he's, he's, he's basically, he's already questioned a bit of me Mary in the episode. And she said, Well, he's still going after his other girl. And I'm not joking, there's not been many jaw on the floor moments, but Toby's fucking conversation is I've made a mistake. That goes, I think I want to get back with. Not Abby, Dave, but the girl before, Chloe, and my fucking door hinges kicked off when Jordan burst in going, oh, my God, and we were going, oh, my God. 
And it was like, what? So I don't know about you, Dave, but that for me, I cannot fucking wait for tomorrow now because this lad, for me, is the best contestant we've ever had on Love Island. He doesn't give a fuck. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it would be so boring if everyone just coupled up and then made their minds up early and then just were completely monogamous and, and didn't deliberate or anything. I, I love that line that you say about Toby, like he's just living his best life. Toby is like that gift that you see, you know, when uh, it's like a cartoon dog just sat there drinking tea while <laughs> behind him, everything is on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just like oblivious to everything. I am massively shocked by that. I, I just can't believe what's going through his head. But after it, I was sort of thinking, well, it, it did end. It, it was almost like, Faye with coupling up with Sam, it was almost like a bit of a a revenge coupling kind of thing. You know, he'd had the uh, he'd had a bit of a connection with Abby. Nothing had happened, but Chloe was making it very clear that she wasn't happy with the whole situation. Like, you know, they they'd been together for a couple of weeks. You know, they seemed to have a really good connection. They'd been in hideaway and everything. And so, you know, I, I don't know. He just have a brain fart when he, you know, Chloe was going to get booted off the island then. So <laughs> he wouldn't have had his second shot. But by God, Chris, I cannot wait for tomorrow night again now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the amount of fucking on the Discord channel, Facebook, the amount of people who are fucking drinking Prosecco and getting the fucking snacks in, Dave, we're going to come out of the back end that it's Love Island, even bigger than we did from lockdown. It's worse than lockdown, it's isn't it? It's terrible. <laughs> and people are going, I've gone to the shop and I've got Prosecco and I've got me fucking treats in. It's like, no, this is a Sunday. We don't do treats. No, we can't do that. But I, I am all in for this tomorrow, Dave. I cannot wait. I really, I'm just going to be wishing fucking work away all day. I, I'm just so excited. And that is so wrong coming out of my mouth because it's just like, why are you excited about this? But it's just going to be fucking outstanding if he makes a play for Chloe. I, and I think she'll, she'll go for it, Dave. What? I really do. No. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm telling you. Millie and Chloe, I think with Millie, she wants to get back with Liam, but because... She's right. She's a dick and everything. But I do think with the peer pressure of the, what the girls will think of her may stop her. But I'm still saying mm. they'll get back together. But anyway, Dave, we've had two emails, two cracking emails. So this one is from Charlie and it's uh, in defense of Hugo. So, hey, Chris and Dave, I'm a new fan of Love Island. I've greatly enjoyed your unfiltered podcast. However, I disagree that Hugo has behaved in any way snaky with respect to calling out Toby so vocally. First, in my opinion, Hugo's defense of Chloe was principally to show his willingness to help and protect her no matter what. It's what a partner should do and trumps any concept of bro code. If I was being humiliated, I'd hate to have a partner not willing to defend me vocally for the sake of somebody external to the relationship. Was it premature giving Hugo wasn't in a relationship with Chloe? Sure. Did it work? No. Could he have explained himself better to Toby? Yes. But Hugo swung for the fence trying to show Chloe what she should expect from him in an apathetic way. World, he wasn't trying to take on the role of Love Island cop. It was all for Chloe. Taking Toby aside beforehand would have been virtually invisible to any outcome. That's actually true because Toby would have just not listened. Uh, 
Second, with regards to not calling out other islanders' transgressions, Hugo made his views known once and there's not much more he can do. If your friends don't listen when you call them out on their crap, then you can either accept it or remove them from your life. The latter is not possible in the villa. If Hugo kept complaining about everybody's choices, then he would risk being ostracised by the group. You've got to get along in there. All in all, I quite like Hugo. His awkwardness makes him relatable and who hasn't said cringeworthy stuff to people they've been attracted to. I think there are a lot more awkward Hugos in the world than there are smooth Liams. Love the podcast, guys, and thanks for all your work. Best, Charlie. So that's a great email, Dave. Great email. I don't know if I fully agree. I, I think, again, we say that it's not real life, this, but you kind of layer on your own experiences. And like we say, I, I just think it's... It, he could have coupled up with Chloe. He didn't have to throw Toby under the bus. Who's <laughs> his mate? You know, he could have made... Chloe, you know, feel good just about how great she was. She's funny. She's got great one-liners, you know, and and she's stunning, stood there and whatever. Could have said something like that, but it, it was the way he kind of went after Toby. I, I personally, I thought that was crossing the line, but but this is great, isn't it, Chris? Because we've been called out for defending, <laughs> for going after Toby and Hugo as well, so. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. I, what I would say, Dave, I agree. I'm more with you, you know that, and obviously Charlie's emailed him because of that. What I will say is if this VT thing we've heard tonight with Toby is just is nothing more than a conversation piece, or if he does go after her, then Mr. Righteous Toby should be the first one to step up and pull Toby. And if he pulls him when he's with Amy and has a word of him and says, are you taking the piss as a mate and all that, then I'll hold my hands up and say, you know what? Hugo was right, Dave, but I've got no fucking belief that Hugo is now going to stand up for Chloe now that he's with Amy. I don't believe it. So, so that'll be the big test of his moral fucking standpoint on Chloe. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think, I think you might have some feelings still for Chloe. Mm. Uh, and I think, you know, look, we haven't really spoken about Hugo and Amy, have we? But are we believing that? No. No. <laughs> I don't, no. <laughs> I, I don't see it working at all. I mean, she's got a golden ticket. She's in the villa now. But I don't think that she's into Hugo at all. Um so that, yeah. that would be an, a, a good twist again, wouldn't it? If if Chloe had the realisation, she had a Toby-like realisation and she was like, actually, you know what? I actually quite like Hugo. <laughs> and that would all come around again. Um, but yeah, no, brilliant. Uh, look, some of these situations are just plain messy, aren't they? And it's almost like looking through a prism. It depends what angle you stand at and, and look through it, you know, and uh, I, 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 and what mood you're in probably as well for me. You know, it's like, oh, my, today I'm going to throw them under the bus. Uh, tomorrow I might be more empathetic. So, yeah, no, great email. That was a good one, Dave. And we've got another one from Kayla, Dave. I think the crown is back with her. They've had loads of emails from herself, Lorraine, some great emails all the time. But this one is, Kaz is still the main character. Hey, guys, first off, best part of the episode? No, Hugo. What a wonderful treat. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that sort of goes against what Charlie said, Dave. But brilliant. <laughs> Tyler can fuck right off. Tyler is in one of the better positions since he found a connection and brought back Clarice. 
Tyler wants to give Kaz a play-by-play of what happened, and that's not important. Just apologise and go see your girl, correct? Unlike Liam, who at this point should have just brought Lily in, watching Liam so upset that that he can't spin the narrative on this was crazy, especially when he tried to ask Kaz not to make things worse. All the girls have every right to give their opinions to Millie, especially since all the boys used the, but my friends made me excuse. <laughs> so they, we've definitely used that in the past as men, definitely. <laughs> so proud of Millie. I hope she moves on or leaves the villa because Liam's saying he's still going to work for her. He's so weird after he lied and mispresented what happened telling her how he was going to make them official after cheating on her. You would think that at least one boy would have excuses prepared. Love it, on television. That's brilliant. <laughs> I'm only 22, but all I think about when the boys pull a girl for a chat is, how are you so confident with an empty head? Also, the boys saying fairy coupling is just as bad as Teddy kissing during a game the boys made up. Mm, no. The boys saying that Tyler has every right to be upset with Kaz as every right, I've lost my trail now. Sorry, hold on, say. Oh, sorry. Uh, the boys saying that Tyler has every right to be upset with Kaz because she recoupled. No, how do boys come up with these complex thoughts but choose to not understand apologising? Keep up the great show. I wanted to ask how your family and loved ones feel about your Love Island podcast. Are they proud, <laughs> Kayla? <laughs> Um, <laughs> you want me to go first on that one, I Dave? Don't tell most of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I I wear my real. I say it all the time. I wear my reality TV love with a badge of honor. My family, like my son, these what it is. I'm the oldest of nine, so it's like a twenty year gap between me and my youngest sister. She's only a year older than Jordan. They were all into Love Island. None of them. I've got five sisters and three brothers, and out of all of them, Dave. Not one of them watches Love Island anymore. <laughs> They've all been involved in the previous seasons. Like I think the last season most of them watched was Amber, Amber season, but all the others don't watch it. None of them. They all like a bit of the Kardashians and things like that, but none of them watch it. And I get ripped. And Dave, let's not even get started on my friends and work colleagues. Oh my <laughs> word. They rip the hell. I've been trying to get them to watch that sexy beast on Netflix, which I haven't even started. And I showed them the trailer and they're just walking off in disgust. And when we've been doing our guest spot on BBC Radio Berkshire, they just keep coming in and doing their smashy and nicey stuff. And <laughs> like, they're always like, yo, you love the sound of your own voice, Chris. And I'm like, yep, yeah, I do. I'm not going to be, I just went in with a badge of honour, Dave. I just think it's, it's something I love. And I not really bother what people think and look at the end of the day if you're not fucking upset about what toby's about to do dave then you don't deserve to be my friend because i am all in on that so what <laughs> about yourself yeah i mean i i don't really talk about it to be honest <laughs> with friends <laughs> so the thing is i mean we're, we're in the podcast groups and stuff even they you know like the comics in motion network right the, such a bunch of welcoming great people um and even they rib us about the reality yeah. stuff don't the, 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 the we are getting the abused <laughs> from comic nerds <laughs> yeah, our friends our fucking channel comics in motion network and the vhs strikes back our other fucking podcast and we're getting people who would do both podcasts we've got people who, who across both aren't we like christy's yeah, and ken yeah. and 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 they're, they they're pretty good with it they understand where they found us but yeah they're fucking reality stuff we just get ripped. I saw something today, Dave. Was it Tony Farina, our great friend, had, had said, are you, are you covering this one? What, what F-Boy was it? Island, that F-Boy one. F-Boy Island. Yeah, so yeah. I think people like Tony, they have 
they will watch the odd show and, and really get into it, but they're not like me and you, especially me. I've got like 10 reality shows I've got going at once most of the time. So um, how I fit the timing, Dave, nobody knows, but the power of Netflix <laughs> and a good fucking mobile phone plan always helps. But there you go. <laughs> I think the thing for me, you know, oh, I'm trying to think now, was it, I think it was nearly three years ago when I, when I first started to, to try to go vegan, and basically, so many people would then have an opinion about what I choose to eat, <laughs> you know, and, it, and again, it, I wasn't like, a, you know, I wasn't just saying how many miles has this thing come from in the supermarket or anything. It was more just about what am I eating? That was what it was all about. And people were, people had this visceral reaction to you know how dare i you know not eat sausages or something you know and it, it's like constantly i felt like i was defending myself well look i just this is what i choose to do and you've never cared about what i eat before why are you suddenly so <laughs> interested now and i find it it's just like with the reality tv stuff people get this visceral reaction to it. They might never have watched an episode of Love Island, but they hate it with a passion. And so I, I just, I, I choose not to be asked with having those conversations, to be honest. Um, so that that's why I don't mention it. No. <laughs> and I, you know, I can relate to the vegan diet because I did that for at about nine, 10 months then. And then I was vegetarian for a year and now I'm back eating meat. But you're right, Dave, the, the people who slate you for what you like is ridiculous. And I think that's a great point. They never bothered what I ate before, but now that I'm not eating what you like and it's something different, you're now slating me. So yeah, that's honestly, I got so much stick for being vegan and then vegetarian, Dave. I, my only regret out of all of it was when I went to New York, Christmas 19, the pizzas that I didn't eat, I'm mm. going, Dave. I've got a date with New York when we can get by because there's that place just behind the Edison Hotel at Times Square, the best pizza I've ever seen. What did I eat for my breakfast, Dave? Well, some of that were having lovely bacon, sausage, everything. Then they had the pizzas. Yeah, I had a vegan roll with dry lettuce and tomato for my breakfast, Dave. Because when I said <laughs> I was vegan, the guy in New York made me an omelette and I was like, no, you can't have egg, dairy. And it went on through the whole week, Dave. So anyway... I agree. You try and be a little bit different and people just jump on you. But look, it's brilliant. We wouldn't be sat here doing this would we if we didn't enjoy it. And I, I oh, love that. Yeah. I love I love the amount of people we've got as friends now and people giving us stick, Dave. The amount of stick I get, I love it. It's just like, bring it on. John Snow style. Bring it on. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. With all the horses coming. Yeah. <laughs> all right, mate. Well, another episode in the bag and we're almost there. We're past the Casseramore recoupling now. We've got, yeah. you know, a few more weeks left and uh, I'm counting down, Chris, to the baby game because I know you're going to love it. But uh, but first, we have to get this drama with Toby out of the way because that fucking lad is Love Island gold, isn't he? But anyway, Dave, just before we go, oh. roll call of honour. Oh, of so, course. <laughs> okay. If you want to contact us at CD Reality Cast, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And it's a roll call of honor for today, guys. Patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. Or if you want to go up to Facebook, Facebook is Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. Anyway, here we go. Chloe, Neve, Jacqueline, Noreen, Claire, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah. 
Ed, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Haley, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Keg the Stars. So thank you very, very much, guys. And this list is getting bigger, Dave, and we can't thank you enough. It's just amazing that we've got this smart people. So, Mr. Horrocks, it's time to go, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye now.